0: Now, I'm continuing what I began to speak on last time concerning how to receive from God. And remember, what is important in life is what your spirit radiates out into the spiritual realm. That is a matter of fact. And what your spirit radiates out are the things that are formed by your thought processes, the concepts in your mind and your heart, and the ideas, the beliefs that you have. If you believe what is right, into the spiritual realm, you are radiating a positive force And the spiritual realm will respond to you positively. But if you have wrong thoughts in your heart, if you misunderstand God, you will be unable to contact his power in your life. It is important that you understand God properly. What I'm trying to do as I'm teaching this is to help us understand the proper procedure. Solomon said there is a proper procedure for everything. That is, there is a way by which you will ask from God and you receive from him. And I'm emphasizing that you must believe what is right concerning him. Last time I explained the fact that you do not receive from God because you gave to him. The basis of what you get from God is not what you did for him. Rather, it's the other way around. You are able to do for God because he did for you. And you must understand that, yes, there is a reward for good works. In fact, everybody must be careful in life. Paul was writing to Timothy to do good works. Every Christian must make the doing of good works a habit in their lives. But it is not the way by which they get something from God. Jesus said the foundation for getting from God is faith in him. That is, in him, Jesus Christ, and asking the Father in his name. That is, there are two things I just brought out there. The foundation, Jesus said in the book of John chapter 16, is one, you love the Lord Jesus Christ. He said when you do that, you are exposed to the love of the Father. And because of the love of the Father, anytime you ask something in the name of Jesus, of course, which means that you believe in him, that's why you came with the power of his name, then the Father gives to you. What I've just explained now is in the book of John chapter 16, from verse 26 to 27. So these are the foundations that we have um, laid so far. I want to continue today by reading a portion of the scriptures from the book of Luke chapter 18. And this is a parable that many of us who have read the Bible before know very well. It's about two men who went to the temple to pray. In the book of Luke, chapter 18, verse, um, from verse 10, two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and was praying thus to himself. God, I thank you that I am not like other people, swindlers, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. These are the things that I do. I fast twice a week. I pay tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector standing some distance away, was even unwilling to lift up his eyes to heaven. That is, he was not even good with the church um, mannerisms of prayer, but was beating his chest, saying, God, be merciful to me, the sinner. Now, this was what the Lord Jesus said as a consequence of these things that happened. He said, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other man. Why? For everyone who exalts himself shall be humbled. But he who humbles himself shall be exalted. Now, remember, we are talking about how to receive from God. And one of the things I want to explain from this, first of all, is to bring out the meaning of the word justified. Now, when Jesus was talking about justified here, he was saying the man who did the right thing. He was saying the man that God answered his prayer. Remember, two of them went up to pray in the temple. One prayed according to the manner of the Pharisees, saying the things that... Was righteous concerning. I'm not a swindler, I'm not unjust, I pay tithes of everything that I earn. I fast twice a week, but the other man obviously couldn't say these things. But he came to the Lord and said, Have mercy upon me, I know I am a sinner. And the Lord Jesus said, That man was justified. What it means is that God accepted the man who asked for mercy and God answered the prayer of the man who asked for mercy. But the man who came saying, I have done these things, what God was saying is that, what Jesus said is that the man will be humbled. That is, he will not receive what he asked God for. God will show to him that even though you think you have done what is right, you have not come on the right basis to come and receive from me. Now we're talking about how to receive from God. What are we saying here? When we come to God, we are not supposed to come to him and tell him how good we are. Or how much we have done. That is the wrong thing that people do these days. When they want to go go pray, people, in fact, they are even told by their pastors that, look, when you give money, when you want to pray, you will tell God, remember the money I have given. I heard a story, man said that when he wants to pray, he will remind God of the church that he built for him. Of the places, um, uh, of how his money is in different churches that he has given to, that God must answer his prayer. I want to tell you today, it is a lie. You are not describing the true God. When we go before the true God, we are not allowed to tell him what we have done for him. Let me explain the principle to you. You must be very careful that you don't get into a zone where you can never win. Because if you start telling God what you have done for him so that he can do back for you, then he has to tell you what he has done for you also before now. And one of the things people don't realize is that everything you have in life costs something. Let me give you an example. Now, every minute you breathe, on the average, you breathe between maybe like uh, 12 to 15 times. If you're not in a hurry, you're just relaxed. You're not hurrying. But when you run, you can breathe as fast as 30 times in one minute. In that period, if you are relaxed, your heart beats about 70 times a minute. And again, if you're in a hurry, your heart can be beating at almost double that amount of uh, pace. Now, this is the point. Each heartbeat is expensive. Each breath you take is expensive. Every time you sleep and you wake, it is expensive. These are the things that God did for you first of all. If you are going to come and start doing arithmetic for God, you are going to find that you are thoroughly at a a loss. Because if you say, God, I gave last week, I gave 20,000 naira. God will say, that cannot even buy one breath not to talk about the number of breaths you take in a minute. He said, God, last year, I gave one million millionaire, and then that, with that one, I used it to build the church. I used it to help the poor. I used it to, to help the, the widow. And God says, that is not enough to pay for the protection I give you for one hour when you're on the road. That if I withdraw my spirit, you will expire. So God says, everything I have given you, I give you as a gift. You do not come to me to be bragging on what you have done. Because when I'm doing things for you, I give it to you as a gift. Now, once one of my, um, you know, you can imagine, one of, the, one of my children said that you give him some money. And I laughed. He, I said, how much? Is there anything like 100 naira? And I said, okay, what do you want to do with this money? He said, well, I'll save it. He said, maybe pay school fees for my children in the future. I started laughing. I started laughing. as of today, it costs tens of thousands of naira to pay school fees for children. A 100 naira is not going to bend in any way. that if my children come to me and say, okay, this amount of, I have saved up from 100 naira I picked here, 100 naira I picked there, I want you to take it so that I will, you make sure I always go to school. I am going to laugh at them. Because if you want to start doing those calculations, do they know how much it costs me to keep them fed every day? Do they know how much it costs me to make sure that they have a, spa- a place to call their own, their bed where they sleep on? Not to talk about the school fees I'm paying today. No, we don't behave like this towards God. We must understand. Remember I said at the beginning, it's what is inside our heart that's going into the realm of the spirit. All right? And it's what we understand. We must understand that God doesn't behave like that. God does not do for you because you did for him. I must emphasize this. Because it's a very popular teaching today in Christianity. People want us to do things. They keep on emphasizing that if you don't do, God will not do for you. It is a fat lie. God does for you because you have come to believe. I must emphasize that. Look at this tax collector here and this Pharisee. The Pharisee said, I have paid tithes of everything. I fast twice a week. The tax collector said, I have done none of these. I have come only hoping for your mercy. Jesus is a personification of the mercy of God. And that was why he said, if you want to ask God for anything, ask in my name. He said, because you believe in me, which is the reason why you come asking in his name, then the Father will shower his love upon you. And that mercy is what we need when we approach God in prayer. It is on the basis of that mercy that we receive everything that we ever receive from his hands. You have just listened to a radio message by Pastor Banky. More of these and other messages are available from our website, kwm.com.ng. To contact us, write us at radiosermons at gmail.com and do not forget to do your part in spreading the kingdom of God by sharing this message with someone else. Thank you for listening and may the fruit of this word blossom in your life.